Bam. And we're in. We are live. Hello, we're trying something a little bit different. We're primping, we're getting ready, we're fiddling. We've been fiddling with technology, but welcome to my basement, everybody, especially Ben Silverman joining us from San Francisco. And we're not live, right? We're not live yet, right? We are live. <laughs> get your makeup we on, get live, prepared. We can keep fiddling. And yeah. of course, Johnny Millennium from the Happy Console Gamer Show. Good to be here, he absolutely. He's here, we've been, uh, we've been switching. We've, we've been, been switching. switching, and I'm gonna retweet that we're doing this right now. Okay, fantastic. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is a big deal. This is uh, the, uh, the launch of Nintendo's system today. Many of you have been playing with the Switch um, since midnight last night, I guess. Absolutely. In, in different uh, parts of the world out there. But it's available to everybody um, if you can find it. And that's the tough thing. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, I'm, I think what we should do is basically give everyone um, a, a minute to kind of uh, tell us how they're feeling about the Switch right now. Let's start with Ben. Let's start sure. with Ben, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Ben Silverman, why don't you tell us uh, how things are going? Zelda's great. Hardware's interesting. <laughs> Where are all the fucking games? <laughs> Next. You need it's true, still, it's true. 45 seconds still to fill in there. Oh, I got, I got, yeah. I got to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, look, it's, it's, a really, uh, it's really nice seeing Nintendo make mature technology. And I think we've seen them, you know, kind of fiddle around with all kinds of different things. And uh, they tend to make systems that feel like toys. And this actually feels like a piece of consumer technology. This could have been made by Samsung or Apple almost when you actually get that tablet in your hands. It's heavy, it's weighty, it's real. Uh, and I think there's a lot of really cool stuff they're doing with the tech. Uh, but I have a lot of problems with sort of everything else they're doing around it. And I think a lot of people are, except right now, no one's thinking about that because we're all thinking about The Legend of Zelda, which is arguably the greatest game we've you know, ever seen in that series. Certainly a shoe in for Game of the Year. Uh, so I think we're going to have to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Switch. There's a lot to talk about. Absolutely. John, what are you feeling right now, bro? I, I'm liking Zelda. You know, I, I went this morning, I picked up the Master uh, Edition for Zelda, mm -hmm. which was absolutely fantastic. Um, a lot of people in the lineup. There was a lot of people lined up this morning. I know, and I keep I seeing uh, pictures from my friends from yeah. in the, in the, you know, that, that, that cover video games, uh, tweeting out pictures from their various cities, people lined up all over the place. <laughs> Uh, how big was the lineup? And that's interesting to say. Yeah. Uh, when the Wii U was launched, I was in the same lineup. Yeah. was half the size. Mm. I was like, I think I was eight people in, and there was 15 people behind me right. after that. Right. Never mind people coming, you know, the rest of the day. People who have pre-orders will be coming, like, you know, the rest of the day. But um, I like it. I'm like you, Ben. I like Zelda. Yeah. I don't think there's uh, enough of a launch lineup. I have had Joy-Con issues with the left Joy-Con. Yes. I hate to bring up the negatives, but we're going to bring up those as well today. Well, sure. we have to, right? Yeah, and absolutely. I, I think this is the, uh, the the challenge that Nintendo has got right now is they've got to, uh, you know, kind of build back from all the naysayers that are out there that have uh, a lot of, you know, skepticism that's justified. <laughs> you know, a lot of unhappy Wii U owners out there. Is there anything that you don't like right now? Uh, I do feel like it, it feels like parts of it could bust or break. It feels a little more fragile than Nintendo machines that I'm used to. It feels more robust than the pictures kind of make you think it will feel. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's got a little bit more heft to it. But you do feel like uh, you could lose the little extra doodads for the Joy-Con. I think Ben's already lost them. Right? <laughs> There's a, yeah, it yeah. is a doodad-heavy device. I yeah. mean, like when you, when you start unpacking it, the first thing that jumps out at you is that it's a tablet. It's yeah. a portable. It's, yeah. it, I think a lot of people think of it as 
a home console that you can take with you on the go. When you actually hold it, you're like, no, this is a portable that you can connect to your TV. Yeah. And that's a switch that I think, oh my God. Oh, I just did it. Holy shit, it worked. Um, no, but I think that that is something that your head kind of has to wrap itself around. So there's, there's just so there's so many of these little things though. There's there's the little Joy Cons. There's the little Joy Con covers. You've got four of these little you know the controllers and the things, and then yes. you've got the unit and you got the dock, and it's it's a lot of fiddly parts that you just feel like in six months am I going to have all these things? I've already lost one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the other thing too is that the Joy Con experience. If you have the Pro controller, and those are going to be really hard to get too, the Joy Con experience is nowhere near as good as the. Pro controller, yes, and, and I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of taking the Joy Cons off and playing like Zelda with the Joy Cons. Yeah, you know, in two separate hands. I prefer to play it on the tablet, to play it on the Switch itself, sure. all connected, or with the Pro controller. I played it with the what's the, what's the middle thing? The, uh, the oh, grip. Yeah, the, the Joy Con grip. grip. Yeah, the yeah, grip. Joy-Con grip. I had to play with that all week. Yeah, and. I had some serious Joy-Con issues with the left Joy-Con, and mm-hmm. Link would just keep on running at times. I'm like, why are you doing that? And it disconnected. Right. I could see it disconnecting right. all the time. It was ridic- I, That's one thing that I didn't like. When I got my Pro Controller this morning, no problems yeah, yeah. at all. Well, it- that's that's going to be a really sticky issue for Nintendo yeah. because, you know, the day one patch came, and, uh, you know, I was one of those people hopeful that maybe this was a firmware thing. They were just going to push something out into it, and it would fix it, but... It's there still, and I think it's something you can work around. For me, at least, it was evident when I would hold the controller low, it would happen. Like if my knee, I cross my knee sometimes when I play. If there's any physical obstruction, it happens. If I hold it where there isn't a physical obstruction, it seems to work. So I, I, I feel like there's a way around it, but that's what are they going to recall it? I mean, this is a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a real thing. I, but... I, I mean, have haven't the the switch lag things been about you know stuff in the way like playing it and it's and but it's it shouldn't not, be nothing should, should get interfere with that if you got right, you should be able to play it on the I, I should be able to play in my ears yeah it should, I, I should be play, play yeah. behind my back or yeah. anything yeah um you could do that with weight the vapor play behind your back no issues like so right why is this 2017 technology like it's they rushed it out a little bit and yeah. I, I, let's be honest yeah I think they did I'm enjoying Zelda a lot but. That left Joy-Con is my problem right now. That is an issue. And and when you start to kind of, uh, you know, pack all of that stuff, which I just did to take all the stuff to GDC, it starts to be a little less portable, you know, because mm. you've got the, you the know, case. you've got the thing for yeah. itself and then you've got the, the dock if you want to plug it into a TV somewhere. But if you want to take the Joy-Cons off and stick them onto the, the grip, that's another thing that you got to bring down yeah. if you want to use the Pro Controller. So suddenly there's a, a, a like a little, you know, takeaway bag of, of uh, yeah. well, it's basically this box plus another box. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but it's still pretty small, right? Yeah. It's still pretty small. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like uh, when you've traveled with it, I, I traveled with it for three days. I went to the DICE conference and then ended up going to GDC. So this is why, by the way, I, I look the way I do. This is as good as it gets at two conferences. Um, you look beautiful. You always look beautiful. A close-up and my lips look like I'm in Mad Max, man. It's horrifying. Um, so so uh, I took it on the plane. Uh, don't tell anybody. I took it to a hotel. I, I traveled with this thing and really tried to like game with it for a while. And um, I did really enjoy that portable experience. I didn't bring the dock. I treated it just like a handheld. And, you know, there's some battery life issues and some other things. But I still feel like this is sort of Nintendo uh, uh, having a, a solution to a problem that doesn't necessarily exist, which is the problem being 
I have my game on my TV and I'm dying to always take it with me. I think a lot of people have sort of gotten used to the concept of, well, I have my console, my experience in front of my TV, and then I have my smart device or my whatever that I take when I leave. I think it's cool, and I think Nintendo is great at making us suddenly realize that there's something we didn't know we need that we needed in our lives. They did that with the Wii, right? No motion controls. They've done that over the years. And maybe this is what that'll do in the long run is I'll start to play a PS4 game and I'll be like, God, I want to just take it with me, and I can't. So that's the hope is that you'll start to see that this weird thing, this kind of portability bit, which sort of seems like, well, is it going to really, do I need to do it? It's going to have implications with the rest of the industry. I think they have a chance, but but they have to fix a lot of these little flaws, right? Well, if they if they could, you know, ever design the perfect game to launch with that in mind, that you don't ever want to leave it. You're playing it whether you're playing it or not, right? Yeah. Like, we're all sitting here taking a break from Zelda, let's be honest. I was doing that right till I came over here. Yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. And, and now that is the game that you want to sort of cart with you. And yeah. if Nintendo can keep up with that pace and also kind of train us to think like that, uh, what they are doing is kind of closing a new ecosystem that hasn't really been available to us in the console space before or the handheld space before, mm -hmm. right? And I got to tell you, like, I, I've really enjoyed playing it portably, and I dug playing it on the plane, and I was sitting with a bunch of game developers that uh, don't work at Nintendo, and, and um, they were all very envious that I was sitting there <laughs> playing great. Zelda yeah, right yeah. beside them. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and it was a complete immersion, and I got lost in, the, in, the, in that game world, but that game in particular just benefits so much from the TV experience. Yes. To get home and take that switch and plug it in, it's it's an awesome playing, console playing on the TV. Playing Zelda with the Pro Controller, that's the way to do it. Yeah. That's really the way. And you can take it with you. That's great, too. Yeah. But for me personally, yeah. it's playing on the TV mm -hmm. with the Pro Controller. Everything, the controls were great. There was no left Joy-Con issues. I didn't even have to think about that. Yeah. I could just play the game. I have to ask you both something. Yes. I'll start ask you, Ben, first. Do you have any regrets giving Zelda a 10 out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I immediately... Wondered if I was going to regret it because it's the first ten I ever gave. I, I think same. For, I think same for me. You know. Yeah. It's a big yeah. thing. People are going to yeah. hold you as it's accountable. My first ten too. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, Victor's very first ten. <laughs> Not yours. <laughs> Finally, first game Victor likes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. No, I feel strongly that as a piece of software and as a. Uh, not just as a launch title, but as a piece of software launching a new piece of technology, you don't expect them to be this good. You just don't expect them to be this polished. And I think there's a real tendency to be like, especially for me, I've said this over the years a lot of times, it takes three, four years before we see the best software come out for a game system. It's rare that you get the best thing out of the gate. Very rare. It's only happened four or five times ever. What, so, about, what about the frame rate issues? And there is some frame rate issues. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah. know, where the game just starts to chug for a second and then it's okay? Like, do you take that into consideration? You no, because I give it a 10 out of 10 as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, every game's got a thing. And, yeah. and I, I, used, I used to be very, like, no game is perfect. I mean, I, I had a 10-year career running an enthusiast website called Game Revolution, and that was like we never gave an A+. That was like a badge of honor. Like, nothing's ever perfect. So we're never going to give it a, a perfect score. But the older and wiser I would hope I get, you start to realize that's not really what this is about. You're not trying to look for perfection. You're looking at, is this experience 
as good like it's almost like the back of the box is this doing what the back of the box claims it's doing is this living up to its marketing because that the marketing of all these games every game you've played is a 10 right but then it's always like no 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 scale it down a bit yeah and i think this game not only lives up to the hype that nintendo has given it the hype that we've given it but it exceeds sort of my expectations for what this series could be and i've been playing this series from the first game the first zelda I, I met my best friend in junior high because of that. Like, it, it was a meaningful game. It was a groundbreaking game. It's always been my favorite of the Zeldas. Mine too. And this, and the, yeah, it's awesome. And I mean, Link to the Past, there's other amazing games, Ocarina, but this really feels like, like game design mastery. Like they have gotten to places that we've never seen. You know? And so I think so much of that too is the the fact that uh, so many amazing kinds of sequences are built into this and so many cool ideas from previous games have been applied to this um, unabashedly and also it completely you know changes the format so it's not the exact same Zelda thing that we've come to expect and yeah. and so it's tough not to just applaud it on that level and then you get lost in the game world which is so unbelievably well sort of realized for yeah. us and I feel like it was a fantastic because it it is I haven't played it on the Wii U, but apparently it's just as good on the Wii U. Maybe nice with yeah, with some more frame rate problems. Yeah, but I think it is the perfect game to kind of tide people over, but also to train people to think that they want to carry that game with with them wherever yeah. they go. And also, it's so good that even in this conversation, which was supposed to be about the Switch, we have slid right back into Zelda talk it. because it's, it. it's such a seminal piece of software. You but know? that's yeah. also because there's no other fucking games to talk about, Well, Vic. well it's because it's so good as well. It, it, yeah. it could have absolutely been terrible. Yeah. And then, boy, would it have, that have been a disaster. Well, but there's Snipper Clips. Did you guys check out Snipper Clips? I haven't. Yeah, I saw Ben was Snipper, playing. Yeah. I'm playing it right here. Snipper Clips yeah. is good. Uh, Fast RMX is fine. I mean, yeah. There are some little games that are not horrible, but there are some other games that are not only bad or not very good, but wildly overpriced. Just Dance 2017 is a $60 game. It yeah. came out five months ago for $10 less on the PS4 and Xbox One. Like, <laughs> yeah. why? What's that? Yeah. And, and that, you know... We see that more and more. A Bomberman is fifty dollars. This is U.S., so I think it's three hundred dollars in Canada. Yeah, yeah. See, you basically you sell a car and then you can go. Well, I can it tell up. Ben loves Switch One Two. His game of the year, I think he said, didn't it's, he? It's One Two Switch. One Two Switch. This is Switch. a title that will forget. Because you said One Two Three Switch right, before. I know, but I don't. I don't care what it is. The game is forgettable. It's. it's, it's Forgettable. Yeah, it's uh, it's a mini game compilation that is it's, just. Uh, it's, 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 I, it's kind of embarrassing. It. Yeah, but absolutely. You were actually hanging with Scott Jones, who's down at GDC right now, and you guys played through every single one of the mini games. No, we didn't. And we lasted about fifteen of them, and then Scott was. I thought he might pass out. He was so angry. And you know, I don't know if anybody out here has seen. Uh, probably not a lot of people have seen Scott Jones lately, but he has a he had a, he has a beard, mm -hmm. and uh, I think the beard is making his just kind of he's warmer now. Like not good warmer, just like his body temperature, uh, yeah. and he's just sort of running hot. And so we were playing this thing. We were both getting so infuriated. I think he was just, oh, so what the fuck is that? So we're in. And I'm like, I'm milk, sorry, I don't, he's milking I don't two cows at the same time. He was, yeah. We're just looking at each other, going, 
And he's got that beard. He's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I'm like, you're doing it. We got to test it. And then he's like, this is bullshit. And started to just froth well, at the well, mouth. He welcome was... to my life and uh, many Connect game reviews with Scott Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't wrong. It's it's terrible. Yeah. It is a terrible, embarrassing, yeah. terrible yes. thing. Yeah, it is. It is uh, uh, desperate, right? Yeah. It's just a sign of... Um, uh, you know, just wanting to show off hardware capability. Even if it was a packing game, yeah. I would still not like it at all. Yeah. Like, it's just forgettable, you know, but... Um, it's embarrassing because, honestly, when you stack it next to the other piece of software that Nintendo launched their machine with, it just looks it's like... like night and day. Right? It and it, all, all of those mini games could have just been, like, hidden in a cave in Zelda. Yeah, that's a cave that you would seal, you yeah. know, and never go back to again. Yeah, you go in and you just you drop one of your blue bombs yeah. on it and, and hope nobody else finds it. <laughs> it's, you know, it's so low rent. That's what surprises me is that, like, the video montages before each of the little mini games where it's like yeah. you're doing there's one called like gorilla yeah oh my god where it's like two people dressed in like 70s gorilla costumes like from laughing or some shit and that's it's what me like, and Vic are doing every night here in the studio. yeah <laughs> yeah it's like that without all the sex and then there's you know you have to like go ooga ooga and like it's the, oh the stupidest god. thing and the intro to it is just like these two people in gorilla costumes, like we're wacky. And I'm like, this is, this is so meme worthy. Like, please, I can't wait for the internet to just start ripping this stuff and just make the worst. Forget it. But you know what's sad is people keep sending me pictures of their haul, right? Their haul from last night, and that game is in a lot of halls. A lot of people just bought it on, uh, because of the attention that Nintendo gave it at the mm. press conference and. You know, I think we were all kind of suspect of of that game, and we were rolling our eyes, and and uh, our, I think our fears turned out to be kind of true. With this well, game. I remember when you unboxed the Switch, and we all hooked it up. We're like, "Wow, let's do this!" Yeah, we played for ten minutes, yeah. and it was like, "Okay, that's over." Yeah, let's put Zelda back yeah. on. Yeah, let's get back to that. Yeah, you know, I I'm actually kind of uh, I, I'm enjoying Snipper Clips quite a bit. I think that really? that's a really cool experience. Yeah, I like this idea of the puzzle thing. And I thought, you know, when when I was in Toronto at the event, they had uh, they didn't even have it on a TV. They just had it on the uh, on the screen, and mm. they had the two Joy Cons off, and everybody was supposed to play. You can't play that game with the Pro Controller. You have to use. The, oh, you have to use Joy Cons. Yeah, you, you have to use the Joy Cons, and that makes sense because you have to move the pieces and things like that. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I I actually thought that was pretty damn cool. It mm. really it, it was a great escape on an airplane, and that's what I was playing for the majority of the yeah. of the flight back last night, and, and I think that that's definitely worth the pickup, and it's yeah. not a, it's not a full-price game either. It's on the eShop right now. Yeah, and I think that's the right price for that game, yeah. and it, it, it's cute. It looks like Loco Roco. It reminds me of sort of like great indie games, and, yep. and, and I think those titles, the $20 titles, yep. are not bad. I mean, Shovel Knight, the complete collection, the treasure trove, that's a 25 bucks for like three Shovel Knight or four Shovel Knight games, essentially. That's a great yeah. game in, in yeah. general, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that stuff. It's just old. It was 2014 game that they're launching a system with. All the stuff that the little Inferno World of Goo guys, they, they didn't get their stuff out at launch, but it'll be out very shortly. Yeah. I mean, World of Goo uh, launched the Wii U, I think, or Little Inferno launched the Wii U, and yeah. World of Goo was 2008. It's yeah. like they've just. 
it's baffling yeah, what's happened with the rest of the, the software. Uh, the, the Shakedown Hawaii game that's yeah. coming, and they've got... Um, well, they got the Street Fighter game that's coming, and that was like a 2007, right. 2008 game as well. Yeah, 40 bucks. They, they yeah. have a bunch of the indie titles that are sort of making their way. Ukulele yeah. is coming to this machine. There is there is a nice suite of titles that, that, at that Nintendo indie event, it was like, yeah, man, there's going to be a nice collection. You already got that yeah, but nobody's, Master game. Yeah, yeah, trying that out yeah. right now as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah but nobody's buying... The Nintendo Switch for indie games. I mean, you buy the Nintendo That's Switch. Kind of, yeah, and I agree with you in that. I, no, you but, know, but this is the thing. It's also a portable machine, so it, you know, in in a sense, it's it's a terrific way to experience these things. Yeah. Because they're uh, some of them are smaller or more bite sized or they're yeah. more sort of. You know, I, for virtual I, console games, like getting a Neo Geo game, playing it on your TV is awesome, but taking it away with you is even better. Right. right? That's where I like it. Yeah. That's where I like it. Yeah. And, and the indie games, too, especially the 2D yeah. indie games that are supposed to maybe look a little retro or whatever. They're going to be amazing. Like on Blaster the Master screen. and stuff and, like that. Will and be they will cool. be, you know, 10 bucks to 20 bucks or 30 bucks. Yeah, but what concerns me, Victor, is that this is, this is true, but all of that stuff is the... Um, you're talking about the, uh, you know, the Brussels sprouts on the plate, the cranberry sauce on the plate, the stuffing on the plate of our Thanksgiving meal. They, they what used I to think... be the double A's in our business, though, and now those don't exist, so we have... Well, no, they do. Sure they do. I looked at... Uh, I, I can't talk much about it, but what about Shadow of War that's coming out? How about Red Dead Redemption? Like, this is another year, and this is another console launch from Nintendo, yeah. where they are saying very plainly... You're going to play Nintendo games on your Nintendo system again, like the Wii U. Yeah. Now, what that tells me and what that makes me worry about right now, as good as Zelda is, and that's months of entertainment, is like, are we going to run into that thing again yeah. where I play it for a few months and then I don't play it for three months or four months? And then I got to... Because um, do we even have a, a release date of Mario Kart? It says to be decided right now. So does that mean, is it coming out in April? It's in May. I mean, is it May? The old, yeah, the old Mario, the old Mario Kart, right? Yeah, I mean, this isn't like a, this isn't Mario Kart. No, I know, I know exactly. I, I can t completely argue for the idea of, of releasing that game again. Only 13 million possible people were able to play that game. It's the best Mario Kart game ever, ever made. Yeah. And now you can play it anywhere, and you can pass a controller to somebody else and have. But a that's not a tent game. pole, right? That's, that's not that's not a tent pole, pole. and I know that. Uh, in the in typically in in launch windows and in, in over the first year or so. Yeah. I mean, look, if we're going to get a Mario and a Zelda within the first year, which we should be, unless Zelda, uh, unless Mario gets pushed back, yeah. that's great. And I don't mean to kind of just badmouth it for that. My concern again is that I just don't feel, based on all the reveals we've seen, based on the partners that have lined up, that the games that generally people want to play, other than those Nintendo games, are going to appear here. And I feel like Nintendo can't keep forcing themselves out of that and closing their garden. And I mean... It won't be the indie games that sell this machine. You're or, or, or buoy it. Or buoy it yeah. for five years. Yeah. And I think... You know, Vic, it's a good system, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's a good ecosystem. I don't think Nintendo has built yet... I mean, look, it launched without any sort of online network that works in any meaningful way. You and I are friends. Yeah. I can't do anything with yeah. you. We they, can't I was chat. We can't message. Again, yeah. Eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Friend have, codes, once again. I, they, I cannot believe that. Well, let, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, what are the steps that they now have to do to kind of show... They've got the machine out, and that's not easy. Every system launches hot. Yeah. Every system has problems when yeah. these things come out. That's uh, right. Uh, so they got it out. So now what does Nintendo have to do to... Keep momentum, 
because I think there's probably terrific momentum right now. I think there's a lot of excited people that are trying desperately to find one of these things. And I think there's a lot of people ripping into Zelda on the Switch that are freaking out because this shows what the machine is capable of. But what does Nintendo have to do to get everybody else? Steady releases. Is it just games? Is it just steady releases? Good, is... good first-party titles and yeah. third-party titles. And that's where they lost in the Wii U. They had no third-party. It, it was it... just them making games. And say, I was apologizing that their games were going to be delayed another month or two. Yeah. So there was nothing to play at times. There was a... Is it third-party games that are also available for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One? Or is it third-party games Both. that... Both. Yeah, just, that... just as, many, as, as much gaming as possible. Put as yeah. many games on your machine as humanly possible. Yeah. Do conversions, do whatever, do anything you can. But bring out a steady a bunch of games. Because that's why I'm saying we're just kind of waiting for Mario Kart. And that's in May. Right. Okay. That's Splatoon 2 as well. But I mean, if you, look, if you look back on, uh, there was a, an infographic that I was uh, was going around on the internet that I was checking out that was fascinating to me that showed the uh, kind of sales um, degradation of Nintendo consoles from the NES to now. Mm. And if you look at that, it's like a, a mountain range, right? It starts off with an NES selling this many and then the SNES this, and then it's going down the entire way until we get to the Wii where it spikes. And now it's all the way back down. The Wii managed to do that not because of anything other than Wii Sports. Wii Sports was a pack-in. It was a toy. The whole Wii was a toy. Everyone bought it because they wanted to have this with their grandma. Yeah, the That's how they moved those but Nobody units. bought games on that, though. That was the problem. The machine sold well, but right. that was the only game that most people bought. So I feel like that's an outlier. The, yeah. the Wii was an outlier in what's been a long history of Nintendo struggling to regain their their third-party relationships that built their NES and, and SNES lives for a long time. And they just, that all fell apart over that N64, GameCube and stuff. And, and I feel like they haven't done anything to right that ship. So I agree. We need to see third-party, uh, not just uh, games that are exclusive to the system. We need to see games that aren't exclusive to the system. We need to see brands and franchises that people are excited about, not just appearing on other consoles. Like you just feel like if you buy a Nintendo system now, well, you're just at their beck and call. You're at their whim, and you're not. And it's true. You're not, you're not yeah. free anymore. Yeah. You know. Yeah, more gaming, uh, more games. Uh, but um, I'm just going to switch the subject a little bit because I think this will be a little bit of fun. Horizon Zero Dawn has come out. Mm-hmm. One hell of an open world game, an incredible game, and then all of a sudden Zelda. Is it a week later? The same week. Same Fe- week. Fe- February twenty, the Monday or Tuesday and Friday. Unbelievable. Yes. Zelda comes out, an incredible open-world Zelda game. And people, I think there's a, a thing, everybody wants to d- debate it, yeah. which one is better. Uh, and I would start, you know, like to say, starting off, is that I don't even want to compare them. They're two different worlds. I think Zelda has a lot more humor in it than, say, Horizon. That's the only difference that I can really say. Obviously, the gameplay and all of that, but if I, you know, they're two very different games. Well, they yeah, offer you very, like, uh, Horizon's very serious. Zelda's very lighthearted. And, yeah, you know. because of its sort of cartoony yeah, overtones. Cartoon, yes, exactly. But uh, I think there are some interesting characters like Nil that yeah. in, in uh, Horizon that do have a sense of comedy and they're, they're well-written and there's some good dialogue. Uh, I, I just think it's... It's uh, an unbelievably profound accomplishment that Guerrilla Games shipped a game that is in the same conversation as Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's not to be taken lightly. There's nothing that that company has ever done before that has shown that they could build a game of that caliber. And they, frankly, it is a, a, an apt comparison 
with Breath of the Wild, which is a you know clearing of the well, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's putting them in the same breath. No pun intended. Yeah, and I, you, you know it's it's funny because I think it's it's a it's a jarring switch. I mean, I had to review Horizon, and then literally like moments after finishing the game, uh, my Switch arrived and started playing uh, Zelda, and like that is a hard switch because they're both open world games, but Horizon is like chaos getting into these fights with these robotic dinosaurs and you got these bow and arrows and you're quick switching on the fly and recrafting and doing all the shit and you're just like ah yeah and you kill things you just like eat all their shit and take all their take all the resources run off and find another one and it's so just gritty and you're fighting and it's got this crazy sci-fi story that's so well told and it's kind of washing over you and then you get to zelda and the first like four hours you're just kind of like hopping around like oh there's a goblin and you whack him once and and you don't really you don't really get to the the meat of that combat until kind of a, a long way into zelda so at first i was like uh zelda's never going to stack up to horizon because horizon's just so kinetic but the longer you play zelda the more you start to get into that combat that is a hard game there is difficult combat there's hard scenarios against different enemies that require different strategies they're totally different games. I would never want to try to say get this one or that one. Luckily, they're on two different systems, so you, you know you, you're, you're buying into the system yeah. as much as you're buying the game. Yeah. Um, but I would say the one thing that that stands out to me a little bit about Horizon. You talked earlier about some of the frame rate problems in Zelda. As much as Zelda, I think is a real beauty uh, because of its sort of art style. I am continually sort of overwhelmed by Horizon's look. Like when you're standing on the on the precipice of one of those. It's just, yeah, it is breathtaking. Yeah. Uh, that's just in, kind of more impressive, kind of vibrant technology well, in a way. De it's details. There's so much, you know, specific. more power. Yeah, you know? more, more power than the pro yeah, playing. But you it's see not real. the, uh, you know, the the foliage moving in the wind oh, yeah. and and uh, you know sun glares the waterfalls and, things like that. and yeah, yeah, no, it, and and also all of this ornate detail in all the buildings yeah. and everything that the you know the switch is just not capable of rendering mm -hmm. that much detail and. It was smart of the of the Zelda designers to kind of go into this more animation kind of flow and style, and it makes the game look like. Let art. me let me say when I first was over here and I saw Breath of the Wild, I didn't say anything to anybody. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, it looks really jaggy. Yeah. I don't really, I don't know what it was. I didn't really like the look of it too much." Right. And then it wasn't until a couple of days later I was playing it on my own, sitting there having my own time with it. Two hours in, I'm like, "This is an incredible, beautiful looking game." Yeah. It kind of needs to. I said it online. It needs to wash over you a little bit. It's, the graphical style. It's so smart the because yeah. you can see that it's just not as textured. It's not as yeah, detailed as some of the modern Xbox One and PS4 titles out there. Yeah. But what is textured and detailed and and reflected and and uh, you know you get you get lens flares and things like that. All of the stuff that is there yeah. is so clever and gorgeous yeah. and it feels. Like art, it feels like oh, yeah. artists really just labored to build something that that uh, you know made you, had to you stop and you had to experience. You had, you, had to experience. Yeah. To, you had to experience it. Like I would see gameplay videos and I was like, okay, that looks cool. But it's not until you're playing it and you're doing the, the game itself and mm -hmm. it watches over you. As I say, I say, well, the graphical, the graphical stuff is allowing you to it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, this is gorgeous. Like put it this way, uh, my wife comes home yesterday. I'm playing the Switch. And I'm playing Zelda, and she walks in, and she sits down. She's like, oh, this is cool. Sits down. And then she just kind of gets up and walks away. I'm like, what What do you think? She's like, yeah. I'm like, 
I'm like, what's up? She's like, well, the graphics don't look good. I said, don't worry. I said, that's what I, what I thought when I first started playing. Give it a, a bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's also a lot more systems, I think, in Zelda than in Horizon. I think there's a lot of little layers going on and, you know, weird, yeah. wacky characters that, like, need you to get drinks for them or yeah. teach them songs or, you know, finding the Koroks, these little creatures that uh, give you these Korok seeds that you can trade. It's always delightful and you don't oh, know where they're going to be. Yeah. And one of the cool things that I noticed is, like, you lift up a rock and you find one and, and then you put it... I've mistakenly just dropped the rock on him and he goes, Ow! And it's it's just like little There's bits, charm. Like, There's a little yeah, charm in all there. scattered throughout this thing yeah. that you don't yeah. expect, and that that's the stuff that gets you. Yes, I mean Zelda. Zelda is a, a, a world of secrets, and it's always been that kind of game. Yeah. And and Horizon is not. Horizon is a world with one big secret, right? And you're trying to unravel it through the story. Zelda's story, I think. Um, I'm not as far in as you, Victor, and I've not finished the game, so I can't speak too much of it, and I obviously don't want to have any spoilers, but that's not what's gripping me. That's not what's driving me forward. It's the world that's driving me forward, just going to places and trying to trying to get around and climb up some mountain I couldn't get up. So it's a lot more of that open-world Skyrim feel as opposed to Horizon, where I was really like, I want to get to the next quest point because I'm dying to find out what's going on with this world. Plus, you're yeah. such a badass in Horizon, and you're not really a badass as Link in this game you are very fragile well, to begin with yeah. right like the weather fucks you up and it's not a power fantasy it's not a power fantasy i mean horizon yeah. reminds me a lot of shadow of mordor which i think is uh one of the closest games for me sure which is like all about acquiring power and getting stronger and getting more badass and kicking the shit out of things and zelda's not about that you happen to have to do that and you you do have that sense of satisfaction but it's totally different like my my, my Question though to you guys. Here's my question to you guys. Again, we keep falling into talking about Zelda, but you can't help it. Yeah. So it's a system seller. It's going to sell millions of these things. I don't know, 10, 15, who knows how many systems they're going to sell. Wouldn't it be hilarious if there was a Wii U bump? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, hey, to, to be honest, one of my friends who does not own any Nintendo systems, yeah. he's like, I'm going to buy a used Wii U yeah. and buy Zelda. Well, it's, it's a smart thing. I, I read something on Twitter today that the Wii U is the best Zelda machine because. If you want the best Zelda machine, you got all of the Zeldas yeah. pretty much on that platform yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But my question to you is, it's selling these systems, right? So people are going to have their Switches. They're going to play their Zelda. Um, do you feel like it's empty? beyond? Because I feel like the system is sort of... It's empty. Yeah, There's this, something about the, the, the experience of the OS that's empty. This Absolutely. is what I wanted to talk about yeah. because, the, like, what does Nintendo have to do now? You know, and there's hints of a subscription service. Uh, there's hints of, you know, like a, a flood of virtual console. When we were at GDC, Blake and I were talking about this, and he said, why, do, why don't they just release all of the Nintendo virtual console games? Why aren't they all there? Why weren't and, they there? Well, and I think this was my thought, okay? And I, you feel free to disagree and talk about this. But my thinking is they don't have enough of these to satisfy the demand at launch, and they know that very well because that's, that's sort of their model. They like to not have enough of them. To also to create news and buzz about the machines, uh, but they also don't want to be in a surplus situation where they're having to buy that stock back or trying to hide it somewhere if it's sitting on store shelves, and because that doesn't look good for the long term. So I think they they have probably, and this is just total conjecture. I don't I don't I'm not a marketer. I don't understand any of this stuff. I don't really want to think like that. But when I do put that tinfoil hat on and start thinking about it, I feel mm -hmm. like. Nintendo has got a series of launches tied to this machine. 
And one of them is going to be the way that Virtual Console is is um, distributed to everybody. I think that Nintendo would be incredibly foolish to, uh, you know, bring all of these accounts together, which is one of the things that the Switch does allow you to do, is to import accounts you've created on 3DS and Wii U to mm-hmm. this platform. If they don't do something to placate customers of earlier um, software that will now be Virtual Console playable again on the Switch, that that is a huge missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. They should do something. I don't know what it is. Maybe like... But they always start again on every machine, pretty much. They have to change that message. Well, they do, but they and, and probably it, won't. And, but if they do, yeah. that's a huge launch. Yeah, Victor, that's a huge but. And I think that uh, you are... I'm optimistic. Listen, I, listen, I, I love... I, I think we all, somewhere along the way... Had a love affair with Nintendo. I don't know what system it was for you. I, You're watching still this. Ongoing. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Like, I mean, whether it's still there or not, but like, someone fell in love with it. SNES or an NES or an N64 or a game, whatever yeah. your thing is, right? Everyone has that, and so you're always sort of rooting for this company, maybe the most important company in the history of video games. I argued that in my review. I think in many ways they are. They, they saved are. it, right? Absolutely, they are. But here's here's the thing: they stopped being consumer friendly a while ago, and I think there's no reason for them to suddenly come back now i think they should but if you look at the pricing of these games if you look at no pack in for their system if you look at what they're doing with one two switch this does not speak of a company that is looking out for getting its consumers everything they want and everything they need right when they want it because we don't have an online network this is a a, i want to remind you how important that is in 2006 when the when the Wii launched you can play online and you can buy stuff online yeah but uh, dude i mean that was, that's a 2006 thing, right? Like when the Wii launched in 2006 or whenever, it was okay because that they didn't have a network because we were just seeing Xbox and, and Sony, Microsoft and Sony start to build theirs. We are 10 years now down in, in that line. Every system, every device you have is connecting to something. Everything you own gives you achievements for something. If you fucking turn on a, a Fitbit, you're getting achievements for, for doing something in the world. Nintendo is so far behind the curve on this that there's no excuse for them to launch a system without having some way to tie people together, to connect people to party. I can't play a game with you, Vic. We can't, I mean, I can find, jump into one of your games. We can't be a party and hop around. We can't message each other. We can't speak to each other. We can't capture a video and share it with one another. Yeah, I can't even, I can't, you can't even tell yeah. me your name. You have to tell me a 12 digit string of numbers so I can find you. Online, like these I agree are with old. everything you said. <laughs> I, I'll say yes, yes, I mean, yes, I mean, yes. So let's just just back off this idea that 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 Nintendo is thinking. How can we make everything great for our consumers? Because I don't think they're thinking that, and their actions based on what we're seeing around this console, it's just not there for me, man. If they don't do that, though, what's going to happen to the Switch, and what's going to happen to Nintendo? It's going to do a little better than the Wii U, and that'll probably be that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, and do you, you think know... Nintendo would be satisfied with that? Because I, I, I don't think so. I think they are pivoting, and they're trying... I mean, just the, the sheer fact that they can collapse their their portable and their heart, their uh, console hardware divisions into, into one, one. Great. focused yeah. thing is a big deal. 
The mobile sort of uh, directions that they've been going in is another big deal that sort of speaks to them trying to bring their stuff to many, many more people. Um, this is a mobile platform as well, and it will likely be enabled to play Super Mario Run and the Fire Emblem game. Um, I, I actually had this crazy discovery, and I don't know if this is just total conspiracy theory stuff today, but I tweeted a picture um, out of the Switch, and uh, Twitter th thought that I tweeted it through Safari when I looked at, uh, at, at, the, at the Twitter info in there. And I don't know what the hell that meant at all, but I just thought that was completely weird. That's right? strange, yeah. But it is, it's supposed to be an Android platform at its core, right? So there is going to be more functionality and more stuff sort of Im implemented into this thing. It, we know that. We just don't know how far along it's going to go. And, you know, let's say they do build this uh, online network, and it does come out at the, uh, at the price point that they've sort of alluded to, which is half the price of the other guys. That's going to be a, a pretty nice thing to announce and yeah. to launch. So, so are they going to wait till, you know, E3 before they announce any new games? Well, this is, like, the, like, this is the problem. They need to announce more games. Well, they just announced every week at, at the at Some GDC. indie games. No, Indie no, games. but yeah, but yeah. big Nintendo game, like like uh, Metroid and you know like Famicom Wars or something like that, Advance right. Wars, like bring right. something like that back and just just blast us with it. Just say this yeah. is coming out, this is coming out. Yeah. That's what they need. Or it's going to be exactly as Ben said. It's going to be the Wii U again. I I think that they're being smarter with it. I think they're going to have a series of uh, you know big launch announcements to make really this machine so. more robust. I really hope so too because. I think that if they don't do that, and if they aren't thinking that, and if they aren't pivoting to be more consumer friendly, they're screwed. Yeah. They're going to have a lot of a lot of issues with this because there are hardware issues that they need to address already, which kind of always happens with new consumer tech. In most cases, you know, mm -hmm. there's always some something that. Uh, is a quibble for other people, but especially they, when they, they're innovating. Yeah, like they that. can't come out with their big games every three months. No, that's that's like I mean, look, for a year. That's not enough. Yeah, I mean, Victor, there's a hardware issue they have to attend to. There's a software issue they have to attend to, and there's a network issue they have to attend to. Yeah. Those are three big parts big of thing, a system. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the system. So, I, I'm not. I love. It's a funny one, right? I, I do really genuinely like playing this thing, and I really like this one game. If Zelda wasn't here, though. Whoa! If there was no Zelda. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, that's like a. You that's just like a, John's mind. Yeah, that's like a Keanu Reeves moment. Whoa! <laughs> right? Know, like, but think yeah. about that. Yeah. I mean, like, remove Zelda. We're not playing Zelda now. Right. What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. That's the Wii U, buddy. Like, it's it's got this one pillar, killer this app. gorgeous, incredible killer app. It's fucking Halo. Yeah. It's Super yeah. Mario Brothers. It's Tetris. It's whatever you want to be as the great launch games. Yeah. But beyond it, it's just one problem after another. And, and that's the stuff that scares me because I'm not, I have faith that Nintendo is going to deliver other great games. They had good games for the Wii U. There, there are good games in that library. Absolutely. But it was all the other stuff that sunk them. And they need to find a way to rectify that. And they had an opportunity to do that with their first impression. They've had years since the Wii U launched, four years to figure out how to build Xbox yeah, Live or PSN. They, they, why haven't they built PSN? Jesus, I. Yeah. I, I mean, it's been four years, man. Like, and, just and, someone. And they bought the uh, they bought DNA, right? And they made all of these sweeping announcements that uh, they were taking, you know, accounts and internet connectivity a lot more serious. I, I honestly, they're going to have a huge launch. They're going to sell out. 
and Zelda's going to be a phenomenon. Yeah. But if they don't have answers at E3 or sooner, or sooner they than need E3, answers sooner. I think E3 is kind of like the the line in the sand, right? Yeah. Like if it doesn't if it doesn't happen by then. There, there's going to be some real terror about what yeah. the future for this machine is, you know? And that's what makes it hard to recommend. And that's, that's I think, where we're all a little freaked out, right? right. Like, like you want to tell everybody you know to buy a Switch and play Zelda because you love the Switch and the Zelda you're right. playing. I mean, you talked earlier about the Pro Controller, which is unequivocally the best way to play Zelda. But now you're looking at a f American $430 investment. Yeah. To play Legend of Zelda with a Pro Controller. Well, I, these things are always expensive, though, right? Like when the PlayStation 4 came out, you would yeah. want another controller to play with your friend, and you'd want a game, so you'd be up to five hundred bucks. Right. And, so it's so it's a real, down. but it's a real conversation that a lot of people aren't having. They're just talking about how great Zelda is and it's yeah. awesome, yeah. but yeah. there's there's a financial reality well, this, for people this is getting a luxury into it. item, especially at launch. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna go up and down and and be too much about the pricing on this it would have made it would have been awesome if our dollars were at par and the uh the switch came out at 300 bucks up here because 400 bucks is is kind of well, a, and that pro controller is 89 dollars canadian yeah absolutely that's man enough. you guys you guys should move to the u.s the u.s is awesome these days there's is, no problems here no, <laughs> super no welcoming no, we love yeah. having people from other we'll, countries we'll five love minutes. Yeah. We love other countries, people from all over. Just, just come, come right on in. down? Is that what you're saying? We'll get rid of our health care here and we'll go on down. That sounds like a good idea. Come it? on down. Don't register. Just start buying up shit. We love it. We'll just hop the wall. We'll be there in a minute. <laughs> just rack up credit card debt. <laughs> it's great. It's our favorite thing. So are you guys optimistic or not optimistic? Are you sort of in the middle? or It's a rocky start, for sure. Yeah. Rocky start. Everything that Ben said, there's no network going on. Yeah. Uh, you sent me a friend request today with that damn code. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're still doing that. I know. It until is, they announce like, their online system. It's like strings with cups still. It, it, that's exactly <laughs> what it's like. That's exactly Victor, what it's I couldn't, like. when you sent me a friend request today, yeah. I couldn't go into the system and like just bring up a little chat box and be like, awesome, hey, Vic. I texted you like, thanks, man, on my phone. Like, right. yeah. what is happening? Yeah. There's no communication. Yeah. Until they do their app or whatever on my, yeah. on my phone, which yes. is, yeah, And it's a mobile device, so it already it already looks like a phone. It looks like we could talk already, yeah. but you can't talk to anybody the right now. The only one we're talking to is Zelda. That's it. Yeah. That's and it. Do you think Nintendo knew that? And they said that's good enough? I mean, obviously... I think they just said, let's get the hardware out, and we'll fucking... We'll get the software shit down later. Okay, that's well... Just, it seems they rushed it out. Well, I mean, they didn't rush Zelda out. No, they no. Could, they could have... I, I think it's a like getting it out for the financial quarter. Yep. Right, because they had nothing in the pipeline for for Wii U. That was it. After this, so they got to kill that machine, and it's a good sign. It's, it's a good send off for the people that were loyalists and had that. It's like okay, we got the best game for the machine at the very end. That's nice. Mm -hmm. um, but they had to they had to come out with this. And do you think that they justified the lack of all of these things that we're complaining about with the fact that people would just be dumbfounded? At least this initial launch yeah. group. By Zelda. It, it, it feels like Hocus Pocus, man. I mean, I like the game. It's great. But yeah. this feels like Hocus Pocus. Like, this this video game they've been developing for a long, long, long time. Yeah. And they needed to stop that. And they needed to start getting their money back. And I think that combi the combination of the, the money they were pouring into making it, the combination of the money they weren't making with the Wii U, 
3DS sales are also stagnating a little bit. They got a bump out of Pokemon. Pokemon was great, a great boon for them last year, but I think they knew they weren't going to sustain that. And I think really this came down to like, we got to get this thing out. We got to get back into this game if we're going to do it. Okay. And even though shit isn't ready, they're like, we know we have good hardware and we got one good game. Let's do and, it. And you know, that is, that's something that I think we need to talk about too, though. Do you guys believe in this hardware? Is it proving itself um, as hardware? Is I, this something that you would like to see more types of games on? And what kinds of games? Sure, I'd like to see more virtual console. I like the portability. I think it's cool. Yeah. I just want to see the virtual console on it. I want to be able to take Neo Geo games on the go. Right. That would be awesome. Yeah. I would love that. I'd like that. to see Street Fighter V on yeah. this. I'd like to Something see... Something like that. Well, I, that's I, PlayStation I, exclusive, but... I asked yeah. uh, I asked Warner Brothers about Injustice 2. I mean, that this that would be a great... Anything. ...game to walk Anything. around. Hey, look at all those look at all those third party games you guys just mentioned. I mean, that's the story, yeah. right? I, story. I, I think it's a cool idea. It's a cool device. It feels, you know, I, I got a case for it. It's another thing. Sadly, it didn't come with its own case. It's yeah. supposed to be portable, yeah. no case. So you have to spend thirty bucks extra on that or whatever. But like, I had it in my bag, took it out of my bag, played it on an airplane. It looked way better than a 3ds. It looked way better than yeah. just about anything I've ever looked at on a plane. That was cool, but. Uh, faith in the hardware means faith in the software. The, the two go hand in hand. So I, the operating software and also the game software and the so all of the software. Yeah. Hardware is only as good as the software. Yeah. You can have a, the world's best piece of hardware, and if you have nothing to do with it, it's a piece of shit. It's a brick. So yeah. I, that's that's my my fear, and I don't think they started off uh, on the right foot to make me go. Oh, I feel totally satisfied that there's just going to yeah, be tons I mean, you're, of great you're games. You're right in the thing. sense that the Vita is an excellent machine. Yeah, excellent right? machine, right? An excellent machine with loads of great indie titles and great RPGs and things. But that that sort of thirst for AAA on that system and the the, the output for AAA is dead, right? Gone, so yeah. it's that exciting kind of thing that really keeps you magnetically attracted mm -hmm. to it. One of the things that I thought about with the Switch while we were at GDC was that I almost bought one of those uh, Microsoft Surface um, tablets mm -hmm. that could run Windows 10 on it just to be a, um, uh, a Steam machine to play indie games. Mm -hmm. And I didn't end up doing that because I already had the iPad and it would have just been you know superfluous. But uh, yeah. um, I, I think that this satisfies that need for portable you know, escapes into kind of retro looking games and lots of indie types of games but that's not going to sell to many people that's going to sell it's, it's to a very me, niche thing yeah right? hardcore yes right? yeah uh, but that's what worries me this machine right now is yeah. only for hardcores yeah quite literally anybody who wants zelda mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people who do not like zelda and, and that's and that's what nintendo has got that's the door they've opened for their company and their business is they've reached out to everyone and everyone has a connection. To, everyone has a connection to Nintendo, mm -hmm. and this isn't the Nintendo Switch for everyone yet. Not yet. Well, they they haven't led with. I mean, let's. They haven't really led with Zelda. I mean, we know about Zelda, and we all love Zelda. And at trade shows at E3, when they're preaching to their choir, they show off Zelda. Mm -hmm. When they're trying to sell the system, they show One Two Switch. Right. They have been jonesing for that sweet blue ocean we hit yeah. that they haven't had in right. you know a long time. They are like fucking junkies. You can see them just like, one, two, switch. You you're in a party. You can't and blame them. You can't they're still blame going them. for it. Yeah. So I think, they're, I think they're still aiming for that. I don't think they're aiming for 
another Metroid, and I think they're aiming for like, how can we get Grandma playing again? I and mean, like that ship is sailed. Audience, but, but it ain't once you switch. Ubisoft is making serious bank on that Just Dance game. They keep coming out with these things. You, yeah, you I know. Like, think, yeah, I know. You Somebody, feel like people would exhaust that, yeah. but they have them on every platform yeah. and they make them every year. So there's also that awareness, I think, at Nintendo is that wait a second, you can because this one two switch looks like a Ubisoft game, right? It, it looks like yeah, a derivation totally. of uh, yeah. of Just Dance in a lot of ways. So I'm sure Nintendo saw that and said, well, we you know we don't need, we can't make Wii Sports sort of right now. Let's do this. Yeah, you know, maybe they're looking at it the first year. Just get the machine out. Uh, we'll release some games and then we'll build the software. We'll keep building. It feels like it's not finished. Yeah. And, it, you know, like when the Xbox 360 launched, it was it was not finished, you know. But it's been 10 years since then. So Nintendo had a lot to learn to be able to have this be something that we were all unequivocally just ecstatic about. Now, I am ecstatic about it because I've been lost in the Zelda world. I've been on a plane with it. I love the way it looks on my uh, 4K TV. Yeah. You know, all of these things, these these checkboxes, the, the nerd things that I want out of this have been great. I don't mind so much that I'm not chatting with people online. I think it's crazy that we're not doing that, but there isn't the software that makes me want to do that. If that stuff isn't not happening yet. by the time Splatoon 2 comes out, that's a real problem. Yeah, I think it will right? at that point. Or Mario Kart. If we don't have some kind of great... It has to be. Some kind of way to, you know, sort of uh, poke fun at our buddies while we're playing and yeah. beating them up with turtle you know, shells. You know, you know, Victor, I am in the, the Espuertas now. I write yeah. about the Espuertas. Yeah. I am the uh, Espuertas man. And um, something similar happened with Street Fighter V. Street Fighter V launched early so that they could get it in the hands of the pro uh, circuit, right? They wanted to launch the Capcom Pro Tour. They wanted to get uh, all the teams and players and, and start moving this thing forward. They launched it without a story mode. They launched it without really wasn't ready for prime time. Now, the core gameplay was good. You know, people liked the way it looked. It was fun to play, but it was just missing all these features. Yeah. They never really recovered. No, the game exactly. never yeah, right. really recovered. Yeah. So I am also, as an Esportes man, a little <laughs> like, this reminds me a little bit of that. Like, let's just get the thing out and then fix the shit up. But like, and, you, you know have what? one yeah. chance. You have one chance it's to so blow true. people yeah. away. Yeah, and you the know? original Xbox you could point to as well, right? That didn't get Xbox Live until year two or something like that. Halo wasn't, the first Halo wasn't an yeah. online game. And they started to add great features, but it, it, it was sort of trickled in, you know? Right. And, and what saved the Xbox... even. PlayStation yeah. 3 I went through so many revisions. Yeah, goes, yeah. Right? And what saved the Xbox 360 back in the day from that god-awful launch is how huge it became with third parties. It became the de facto yeah. third-party video game machine. Like, journalists, you know, we always have to decide, okay, am I going to play it on this or this? Or what version are companies sending me? They sent us Xbox 360 games. Right, like, and that's man, I've got the PS4 now for us. The PS4 yeah. now has become become the de facto right. main kind of system right. and that's why it's so it, I don't think it's I don't smart think for Nintendo not to play that game though right because that's yeah a, that's a two horse thing right that the the eeny meeny it's it's smart for them I don't not think they to have the that. money to, to, to be able to well, compete but now they're different right so now but being different is easier because when you don't have enough money like I'll just be alternative I'll, just, <laughs> I'll you know I'll be goth yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean I can't compete with the jocks I'll just be goth and be all emo in the corner yeah it's cheaper it's cheaper to cheaper to be goth yeah they, they wear black gotta, in one they, color they gotta deliver the good goth games yeah yeah they gotta keep that that sort of they need, some, they need some good clothing yeah they, yeah. Need, they need to yeah. yeah they need to salt and sanctuary so, yeah. 
Salton Sanctuary. I saw um, Kotaku sort of said to their readership that they they don't they they recommend if you're on the fence to just wait. On, it's, a good, uh, it's a good thing you had to say. It's it, it's a safe thing, but I I the thing that I thought was like, who's ever reading Kotaku is a video game nut bar, and they are definitely going to want this thing, you know? Like I mean, like, really any hardcore fan of Zelda, it'd be impossible for you to resist. Absolutely. But then again, you could get on the Wii U and say, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And that's a great, smart thing to do. And you, you can almost gloat about that if, if uh, you get it for the Wii U, right? You can almost say, well, I saved myself I'm some emo. money. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a brilliant thing to do. Yeah. Like, I, my, fr- my good friend Andrew, yeah. there, he's getting on the Wii U. He's buying a used Wii U to do this. Yeah. It's a smart plan. Yeah. And he's going to play it's all the hard Wii U to- games he's never played. There's a, there's a lot of great games. Yeah. It's hard to recommend a $360 video game. It's just hard. Yeah. I mean, it's a rad video game, but it's a $360 one. And like... Yeah. I, I until I know where it's going, it's super hard to tell people to buy in. You don't buy a system; you buy an ecosystem, and that ecosystem's not set up yet. What What would have blown you away if had Nintendo delivered that at launch? Like, what What would it have been that? Uh, That's easy to say, isn't it? Like Mario like, at launch. Well, having, was, you know what? Having a Mario and a Zelda, yeah. an online system, and a great virtual console win. Yeah. They would have won at that point for well, themselves. Yeah, for sure. That that would have been yeah. over-delivering, and that would have been amazing. I yeah. think if they bundled it with Zelda, which would have been crazy, but That'd they could have. Crazy. I think if they, even if they bundled one two Switch, and 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 that was just in every system, even though I don't like the game, they, and mean, then had they, and then had Zelda as a package as well. Yeah. Like, and, well, and some, they're the masters of these selling you consoles again, just by bundling the game with a version of like if there was a Hyrule version of the Switch that would have been huge too right oh god yeah right we yeah. would have been flipping out like yeah. crazy even if it had the same functionality like we we are in that camp that's telling Nintendo how to run their business and and uh, yeah do yeah, we say we should start a podcast called what Nintendo should do podcast <laughs> yeah cuz that's what we all do everybody does online says what Nintendo should be doing i know because we're so frustrated that they're not doing it well it's we want a lot more from them you yes, know like yes. even though we have Probably the best game you can play. We want more, damn it! You know, like I know it, it is a crazy. thing. I am very satisfied with Zelda. I yeah. mean, I'm not kidding you. It feels it, like and this is a game made for me. And it also feels really special to play it on new hardware too. As great as it is that it's well, out for the Switch or for the they, Wii U, it's awesome to play it on the new machine. They also have this tendency to play out their fuck ups in real time, yeah. whereas I think other companies tend to course correct maybe before they get into too much shit like this reminds me of the xbox one thing for me three where it was always online and then sony came out and said ours isn't always going to be always online you can take it offline and be fine and there are these you know big companies winging throwing haymakers at each other but this was eight months or six months before the systems came out so like by the time the xbox one came out they had solved a lot of the problems because they had sort of market tested those ideas and they got so much feedback that they were like, we hear you. We are now doing this. Nintendo, Nintendo isn't listening to fucking anyone. So we can all yell at them. What what it is, I think Ben, you hit the nail on the head with the idea that the, uh, the, the innards, when you turn it on, it's sleek, but it does feel empty. There's nothing in it. Yeah. And it's, not only is there not a lot of software to download, but there isn't any of that sort of, and I think this was on purpose, obviously, but I think that a lot of that sort of Nintendo charm is missing too from when you turn it on, you know, like little, little sounds and music and things that you would kind of associate that sort of 
flesh out like the Mi Plaza and all the stuff that you get when you open up a 3DS, you know? Yeah. And I think this was a, you know, a, a deliberate attempt to not make this a, ch a children's console which right out of the gate, thing, yeah. which is cool, but it does, it, you, we're missing a little of that Nintendo soul yeah. from the absence of that a little I, bit. I gotta tell you, I, I went to EB Games this morning to get the Master Edition yeah. and a Pro Controller and some Amiibos, and it was really funny, so I get there in the line, I'm like number seven in the line, 15 people come behind me, and so I start talking to a bunch of guys in front of me, and they're all like, everybody in the line is like 22, yeah. and... So I'm talking to this guy, and he's, I said, oh, how old are you guys? And they're like, oh, we're 23, and all that. Oh, that's cool. And they're like, oh, how old are you? I'm like, oh, I'm 43. <laughs> I was like, I felt like this crazy old man. It was like so funny. And they're like, oh, shit, you don't look uh, 43. I'm like, well, I don't feel 43. But then I was like, yeah, I am the, I'm the oldest person in this lineup. Wow. And it was interesting. Well, that, I mean, that's sweet music to Nintendo's ears, because if yeah. it's anybody that's going to be... Uh, you know, giving up on on uh, Nintendo. It's yeah. the young people that have sure. moved on to tablet games and, yeah. and uh, other hardware. Well, everybody was playing games on their their phones. You know, as they yeah. waited to get in line, that says something huh. too. But we get in, and this is where the forty three year old man got something that everybody didn't get. Yeah, I went up. I when I pre ordered my Switch like two months ago, I got the Master's Edition. Yeah. And there's only two per EB, basically. Okay. Oh, wow. So they put this huge black box on the counter. And everybody in the lineup is like, what is that? <laughs> I'm like, that is mine. <laughs> I could, the old man is going home. You know, I'm retiring. See you, folks. And uh, I was gone. But uh, that was a little funny thing in the, uh, EB this morning. I was the youngest person. Oh, sorry, the oldest person. I was trying to do a reverse psychology. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was the youngest guy there. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was interesting in line. Does, but there's a lot of people. Does that master collection because i didn't get one of those nintendo no I, no, I'm not no that don't think no. it to anybody no they didn't of course yeah. but uh does it does that bring a whole bunch of the nintendo soul that's yes. to the, I, the I i i at home right now yeah. on the uh, on the table yeah there's the master uh edition there's uh, the regular game the amiibos the strategy guide I like Zelda so much yeah. that to me it's nice to have this little collection For sure, there. yeah. I got my Breath of the Wild collection. Because I'll say, do you think this, Ben, that in history we'll look back in this moment and go, Breath of the Wild, what an incredible game. Like, you know, like being up there with Ocarina of Time. I think so. I think, I think so. this is that moment. But well, I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, no, I mean, this is, a, again, clearly a top launch game ever and maybe the best Zelda. So, I mean, I, I think for sure this is a moment for this franchise this is a moment for this company yeah and i celebrate that and i'm happy for them because they had very few of those moments for the wii u i mean the wii u launch had nintendo land and we were like shit zombie u it was just it wasn't didn't have anything like this so you know i, I went to for instance i went to the zelda escape room that was down here not long ago and uh and just seeing sort of reminding myself of the love that everyone has for Zelda and this franchise, which meant a lot to me and, and is super cool. And it, it, I'm happy for them. I'm really, I do feel very happy for them. And I love this game. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, that, what, what Victor brought up about sort of the lack of Nintendo in the Nintendo system. You know, one thing that rem reminds me of that, I have the gray version. Yeah. And like, when this is all snapped together, it looks like a Sony handheld. It yeah, doesn't look yeah. like a Nintendo one. And so you get the one with the neon, and at least it feels like it's a little playful and colorful. Like, I don't know if they know what they want this to be. Do they want this to be a mature system? Do they want this to be a Nintendo system? Are they going to just fall back on uh, Nintendo franchises? Like, it's hard to call it a mature system when we're going to be playing Donkey Kong and Metro in the same 10 franchises. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, I think they want it to be the Nintendo iPad, you know? 
I think they want it to be as ubiquitous as, as other machines out there. Mm. Uh, tablets and, and phones and things that we it's, all have. It, it, it is rather large, though. Like, yeah. uh, let's be honest with you. Taking this around and, you know, like... It's, yeah. it's, I need a carrying you, case for it everywhere. You got to put it in the satchel. But it is the yeah. nicest handheld. Yes. You know, you know if, it, if it, if it launched in 2012, if this was the Wii U, this would be an awesome conversation. Yeah. I just think we're all a little oh, like, don't you wish Jesus, this was the again, Wii U? You know? yes. Wouldn't that have been amazing? That's what, that's, that's what we thought the Wii U was yeah. going to be. Yeah. And they've, they've said as much. I mean, basically they've said, this is what we had sort of hoped. This yeah. is our evolution. Yeah. And you're like, Stop yeah. get it right to begin with. <laughs> hey, we've, we've got uh, we've probably got a question or two. What do you think? Blake? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Like yeah. we can't see the chat yeah, over here. Yeah, it's... we've been Hello. lost in conversation, and this is new for us. We haven't done the two people in the studio and somebody yeah. ex external before. So yeah, several people have asked about uh, scratching the screen when you put it in the dock. Right, so, great question. I, I just heard about that today, and you know, I I have been taking it out of the dock a tremendous amount, but I haven't seen. Any scratch, and you know, putting it back in a tremendous amount. That's how you charge it. I haven't seen any okay. scratches. Yeah, okay. But imagine you're but, 20 years old. Yeah. You're drinking. Yeah. Okay. You got all your friends over. Yeah. Everybody's screwing around with the machine, and you say, "Hey, can you put it back in the door?" Oh yeah, well uh, yeah. I can't, I can't put it in, man. Yeah, I don't know if I would trust anyone else to put well, it that's in the besides thing. me. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> precise about the stuff that I have, it, it, yeah, it lasts longer that way. Yeah, yeah. but you're gonna have like, you gotta think about all the different people who are gonna play I this. Know. And you like, you know, sharing with your kids and all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like slamming it in, it's it, gonna, it will scratch and people are complaining well, that it is scratching. And, and you will drop it too. And that's, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens now, yeah. you know, because this is, this is a, an expensive thing to fall out of your hands, yep. you know? Yeah, I mean, but it feels like that's almost, that's unfair. Like, is it scratching? I mean, if the dock is scratching it because when you put it in, it just scratches it every time, that's one thing. I haven't experienced it at all, yeah, just to I answer the question. put it in wrong to scratch yeah. it. Yeah. I, I think one of the trade-offs with a great piece of hardware is you're super nervous about breaking your great piece of hardware. I mean, yeah. no one's no one's carrying their, you know, brand new no. MacBook Pro, yeah. uh, you know, in a in a paper bag. I mean, like... You, I, I always you, admire <laughs> people that, like Casey Neistat on on uh, YouTube, I don't know if you've ever watched any of his stuff. He's got, I'm sure he gets it all for free, so he doesn't give a crap. But it's like, I, I can't be that way. I get, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. so like nervous about dropping stuff. Well, you know, but but, but he just chucks it around. And, when we first did the unboxing here, yeah. and you went to put it in the, the dock, yeah. you're like, oh wait, and you couldn't even get it right to begin with. Then yeah. you had played it before, and I yes. thought, holy. Oh, and, and then remember you said put it in the dock, and I was scared to put it in the dock. I'm like. Is that am I putting it backwards? Well, the other At thing first, that we did yeah. is we we had the I had I did this. So I had one of the Joy Cons and I put the oh uh, this is classic. I put the little button. I don't even, what what do they call? What's the thing on top of the the, Joy -Con? the side things that go on? The, so the thing it... that slaps on the top here. I put it in upside down, and this it one. got it got stuck. The the and it got stuck yeah. on the thing. Yeah. And I thought, oh my god, how do I get this? And I thought all three of us thought that we had I had wedged it in, and it was not going to come off the thing. That was a scary and, moment. And it finally did. But uh, that's happened a lot to a lot of people as well. That happened to Jay Hooft as well. Did he? Yeah. He put it on yeah. wrong. Yeah, because it's all brand. Well, I think new. I yeah. think some. Uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he went. And it was already like that. Uh, some Nintendo event. Oh wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. There, there are going to be there are going to be mishaps with this stuff for sure. Yeah. But um, it, just to again answer the specific question. I think it's safe to say the three of us have not had any obvious scratching problems no. by putting it in the system. That being said, the dock and the handheld are not necessarily 
the best pair I've ever seen. I, you don't just yeah. go like, boom, it's perfect. You kind of drop it in and it's right. a little bit jiggy. So right. it's, it's a little it's bit weird. It's a little weird. bit wobbly. It's, it's wobbly. In it's there. not like the, uh, and I'm picking it up again, it's not like the, uh, the Joy-Cons and the machine, which actually are, I think, pretty solid. The button to unlock them is a little bit small. Yeah, uh, but sticking it on the on the machine is actually really sleek, and it fits. It just slides I, except, on the rail. Except you know, it's so funny. And uh, I'm playing Zelda last night. Yeah. And I take them off the the middle grip, and I'm trying to put it back onto the to the switch. Yeah. And I cannot see in the dark. In the dark, yeah. Yeah, I'm that's like, one thing I'm like, about how all do I get this? I'm consumer like, electronics. Yeah. Like the precision that it takes to like. I need a light on. Yeah. yeah. It to you know switch something in the back of a receiver or something like that or on the back of your television yeah. everything's black yeah and you guys definitely sound like 43 year olds now. <laughs> hey you watch yourself sonny <laughs> oh it's so dark hey, I, so i can't see I anything got my master edition but, damn it but this is going to be one, the, one of those machines that you're going to be taking it out of off the dock and putting the the, uh, the joy cons yeah. off and if it's dark in your space you know you're gonna have it makes it such a like it's such a small silly thing to bring up but I, I've had it happen a few times in the last few days. I'm like, yeah. oh, damn. Yeah, so I wonder, uh, that's why I'm glad I got the Pro Controller now. Thank God for that. I wonder if um, the kickstand is actually going to be uh, something that there's going to be an aftermarket for because apparently this thing – I haven't had it come off of this yet, but uh, – It comes off? Apparently it can break off, and it does – Well, Jesus. the reason that happens, I think, is because the angle – that this thing sits at, particularly if you're on an airplane. I tried this pick. I don't know if you tried it. I didn't write about it, but yeah. it it doesn't seem like it's far back enough. Yeah. It feels yeah. like when you when you set it on an airplane, like on a tray, yeah. it's like this. Right, almost. So you kind of have vertical, to. Yeah. You got to do this to like see what the hell's happening. Oh, and yeah, okay, uh, yeah. I think people are kind of pulling it back, going, "Oh, I should be able to oh, put you it." Can't, right. Yeah, you can't position it the way that you want right. for you. It's right, only, it's not it's only, long enough. Yeah, it's it's sort of like a. It's binary. It's one. It's it's closed or it's open. Yeah. And the open isn't open enough. So I think people might be pulling that thing out, right. trying to really get it flatter. And so I think it's just sort of a minor. So I am point. wondering if that doesn't sort of create an opportunity for a third party company to create a cool sort of oh cantilever metal one. Yeah. Can't wait, man! I can't wait to slap a bunch of third party shit I was just all about over. To say we'll put a light on there, <laughs> and, <you> know, magnifying <laughs> glass, <laughs> double the size of your switch. <laughs> you know, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> That's all we need. Any other questions, Blake? Yeah, a couple other people were okay. asking about, apparently on the internet, it's going around the left controller doesn't connect properly. Yeah. Yep. That's happened to me. Yeah. It's happened to me all yeah, yeah all week. Yeah. Uh, like, I'll be playing Zelda. Uh, I'll have this on the on the, the, the grip. Yeah. Uh, I'll grab me the other one there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm playing, and I'm going straight up, and then all of a sudden I stop, but my character keeps going. Yeah. And I'm like... What? And it's happened so many unusual times. I get the Pro Controller, don't have the same thing. Or, yeah, I start getting the uh, the, the light uh, going on showing that it's not connected. Yeah. Yeah, like, so there's... it's it, it, Seriously, it's happened to me numerous times. And I, I and wish it wasn't a thing. I can't believe, th you know, that they would launch. I hope it's only I, I early hope, units. I hope that they can... Uh... Repair that. I don't know how they can. It's not. It's also not a left Joy-Con specific thing. Um, them, yeah. The reason Wait, why it feels like it's the left it up, is because right? you're moving. No, no it's because you're moving. The one you're using the most. Yes, that's the one you're going to yeah. notice it on. So it's it's because this is motion because you're always moving your character with the left one. It feels yes. like when it breaks. But I tried this, uh, and you can try this if you own a Switch at home. You go to the calibration screen where you can calibrate your little joy cons and when you're calibrating it there's actually a video online that shows you about this but if you cover it up 
or if you move it around That's to certain areas. For me, if I bring it too far down, for me, it kept happening. I cross my legs when I play. You can't see that. Hang on. I'm looking, uh, yeah. When I go over the other and I hold the controllers kind of lower on my lap and it just kept breaking uh, because it was too low. So if I lift my hands up, suddenly mm -hmm. it was working fine. But it's both controllers. It seems for me to be specifically when it's in the dock. Um, I, when it's on a kickstand, it hasn't happened. And when it's obviously slid into the system as a handheld, it's never happened at all. No. So there's, I don't know if it's an issue with like the dock itself doing something to interfere with that signal or if when I'm it's in so the dock. I'm so close to it too, which is ridiculous. I'm yeah, there's so something close. going on and almost, I mean, at least 50% of the people I've spoken to have, have experienced it. Yeah, it's it's kind of widespread, it sounds like. Yeah, it's not. Some people have number. never experienced it. Right. So why all hardware is the same? I mean, this stuff is hard to manufacture. Yeah, it's very strange. Is there another, uh, another question yeah, or two? Yeah, people want to know if you guys have tasted the cartridges. No, I, I, do, I don't want to. No. I mean, hey, it's so funny when we opened it up, I made a joke about that. Yeah. I didn't really realize there's a whole thing that the cartridges taste gross. I think it's smart as hell. Nintendo doesn't want kids eating the, the cartridges. But I like eating cartridges. <laughs> I've been eating cartridges since the Atari 2600, man. I was eating cartridges <laughs> Come before on. Jeff. Before before Jeff, 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 Jeff fucking Gersman. I'm not licking it. You want to do it? <laughs> no you can, fucking way. It's my cartridge. You can lick no, it. No, I ain't doing that. <laughs> here, let me pull it out. You no, can lick it. I, th no. This ain't well, happening Hold here. on here. I'll just, I'll, I'll just whip it out. And yeah. then you can lick it. I'm not licking that no? fucking thing. Okay, all right. I tasted it and they are pretty good. Oh, no. good. We okay. have some of these done over here. Blake, How was it? Blake is fearless. It's pretty bitter. Yeah. yeah. What did it taste like? I don't know. Just sort of like... It tastes like raisins. It tastes like black death. <laughs> That's funny. Any other questions? Yeah, Portal Player wants to know if you prefer uh, TV or handheld mode. I'm totally on the TV. TV, for, yeah, yeah, Pro yeah. Controller, yeah. console, well, Zelda. Well, wait a minute, but one thing I would like to point out, I don't know if you guys feel this way, the graphics look a little better when you're on the tablet. They do. It's a little well, tighter. Yeah, I mean, it shrinks the, the, the pixels and the resolution. I down, must admit, but... I see, this is the old man talking, yeah. but I prefer on the TV when I do have a handheld I have to really squint like like Zelda is so detailed and yeah. there's so much in the world yeah. that I see a dot I'm like it, it, what is that dot is that a, a monster is that well, an it, item it doesn't do Zelda justice at all like, I don't think so. like when I was playing it on the plane and I brought the dock with me to uh, to to San Francisco and, and hooked it up to the it's awesome I, I, this is this is something that's kind of crazy I've been reviewing games on the road for my whole career because reviews on the run was like we'll shoot reviews wherever I've had times because televisions were either outdated or there was just no way to use the hotel t TV with the console. I've actually gone to a store and bought a TV in a city so that I could hook it up and play the game that I was supposed wow. to review. Wow. And, and it's been an eternal frustration to be able to do that. But thankfully now with HDMI and every every hotel room you're in, even if it's a cheap motel, they have flat screen TV. And this guy takes his PS4 with and him. And I've traveled with the PS4 and I've traveled with the, I it's took ridiculous. the PS4 to Edinburgh. And I took, you know, I was you playing. You on vacation, good. But you know, people, uh, that's, that is vacation for me. I There's love no to thing. relax Victor, and play games. Victor hasn't been on vacation since 1984 <laughs> I, I think that's i think that's very true but now with this machine you can bring the dock which isn't that big and you can bring the tablet and you can be playing all the time which yeah it's like they made it for me thank yeah. you nintendo so okay so uh but i like it better on the tv when i especially Zelda, yes, right? yes. Yeah. and it, it looks, looks nice on your tv by it, the way it looks good on the thing and then you put it up on a big screen it's like oh that's the way it's supposed to look oh. you know it's amazing yeah. 
Agree. But I don't know about every game, right? I don't think no, like, Snipper like, Clips is not going to benefit too much from being on. Don't you seven, dare seven put that down. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but virtual console games, like Neo Geo games, those are, are going to rock That's going to be amazing. Yeah. That'll be super fun. I, I do, and I've talked a little bit about this uh, with with people, and I know that Nintendo doesn't want to do this right away, but I, I do hope that they, uh, they, they phase out the 3DS development. You know, and well, that they turn, they turn. The, the, the I, don't, I, don't think, is, I don't think they're going to because they have another Fire Emblem game. I, I Echo's coming out, and, so. and they're using the 3DS as an entry point. It's a lower cost. It's something that you know younger players could pick up and stuff. But I, I can't wait for Nintendo's guns, all of their efforts to be pointed in this direction. We're going to see incredible. I hope it is already. Well, we're going to see incredible portable stuff too, right? Out yeah. of that equation, Animal yeah. Crossing, right? I, that's what I want to see. Yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, one more question. Okay, uh, JBJ Blaze. Yep. Uh, he tipped us $5. I didn't know we could do that. Oh, that's amazing. Hey, JBJ Blaze. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't know you had that set up. And he also wants to know, uh, will you review Minecraft when it gets ported to the Switch? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you will? Yeah. I'm not a big Minecraft guy. I, I'm not a big Minecraft guy either, and I feel like the, the story has been told so often. But when I do jump in, I certainly appreciate why it's so successful. I have to tell you, like we talked about uh, at the Rocket and Rayguns, we put in Dragon Quest Heroes. No, Dragon Quest Builders. Builders, yeah. Builders. That game is incredible. We finished that game. I love it. Yeah. That game is amazing yeah, because it, is. it takes... What Minecraft does, and it sort of says, well, here's an awesome overstory with lots of great the characters. The Dragon Quest world is amazing. It's yeah. a wonderful game, yeah. And I think they'll improve it. That's a game I There'll want There'll be a Dragon Quest Builders too. I think it sold really well. But I want that on this. That yes. is the perfect and thing, And I believe right? that kind of yeah. thing will come on this. Yeah. And we'll get Dragon Quest in the future on this. Yeah. Like 11, which will be amazing. Just a quick shout out to JBDGB Blaze for the five bucks. I get twenty percent of all proceeds that have happened during this thing. I don't know. Did yeah. we discuss yeah. that? So I got. I think I got a buck. Yeah, you got Thank a you, buck JBG. coming. In the I, I think I get twenty five cents buck. out of this. So JBG Blaze. That, that Canadian buck translates to a quarter, so you can almost almost play an arcade game. <laughs> yeah. I'll use that. I'll use that quarter to get the uh, fucking switch out of the dock. It's been stuck in there for like a half an hour. So I'm just gonna. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that it? Are there other questions? Uh, we can do one more. Oh, uh, or two, I, or two more. I can't remember who asked it. I can't scroll up because my thing's frozen. Oh, uh, sorry. Somebody wants to know, like, how do the buttons feel? Are they like clicky or smushy? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, they're very small. Yeah. Uh, on the actual, let's just bring this up as an example. Yeah. These buttons are very, very tiny. It's, yeah. it's, it's very unusual. Uh, it's, it's, it's a little it's, bit to get used to, but I did. It's not ideal. It's not ideal, especially coming off of the Pro Controller, right? And then I you... went from the Pro Controller to the grip and these two controllers for an entire couple of days and then yeah. back to the Pro Controller. Using the Pro Controller again was weird at first because yeah. I got so used yeah. to this, but this is not ideal. Like playing Zelda with this, yeah. not ideal. No, and it, it works, but it's not you ideal. Know what I I think mean, is also, you know what I think is also interesting about that is that here's the left Joy-Con. Yeah. Um, it's backwards for everybody now. Yeah. But this functions like a D-pad. Yeah, that's it's, weird. And it's not a D-pad. It's four different buttons. And I had a really hard time playing Zelda and wrapping my head around, like, you have to push up to do some kind of quick switches if you want to switch weapons quickly. When I had the uh, Pro Controller, which has an actual D-pad here, it was so much easier for some reason. I'm like, oh, it's a D-pad. I hit the D directions. And just my brain kind of went right to it. So there is something a little odd about having eight separate face buttons and then you've got two more buttons exactly. here yeah it's 14 how many wait, wait, let me do this math i can do it 
30. We'll come back to you, Ben. Seven. <laughs> we'll be back in two years, everybody. 12. There's like 16 buttons on these fucking well, things, so it's a little buttony. And the Pro Controller isn't perfect either. Like, how many times have you taken a screenshot when you didn't want to take a screenshot? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I've got the Pro Controller yeah, right, right here, yeah. It's, that happened uh, with the PS4 controller, too. The share button did the same thing to me. I'd be like, pause. Shit. Yeah. I just uploaded <laughs> totally. dick pics. Yeah. Dick pics again. I have taken a million screen captures by I saw accident. that yeah, yeah I did yeah, a yeah, whole yeah. bunch and it, it's because I mean they have the capture button is right beside the minus button and when you're like frantic and you're trying to yeah you know what does the I minus button do in the uh in the game like I, that I, brings I, you up to the uh the map so oh the yeah, map yeah yeah, yeah you're you're like floating somewhere and you yeah. want to know where you're going and you press the map button. Nope, capture, great. <laughs> uh, I was doing that a lot and I was pressing the home button quite a bit too. You're right behind the microphone. Yeah. Just show there. Oh, sorry, I was, play- I was pressing the home button quite a bit too. You-, you see they're very close together right there and you've got your fingers, your thumbs on the, uh, on the D-pads and, or on the um, analog sticks and it's very easy to press the wrong things. But it's comfortable. This it's, is, it's great. It's a, I like it, it is a very comfortable, comfortable. I was piece telling of people in the lineup this and, and morning. And the rumble to, is amazing. Yeah, I was telling too. everybody in the lineup this yeah. morning who would listen. I was the old crazy man going, yeah. "You gotta get a pro controller." You're like the old man from uh, yeah. from Zelda. Yeah, exactly. You should just cloak yourself. I, I won't say who I am. You, yeah. And yeah, no, no. But uh, I was telling everybody, "You gotta get a pro controller." And everybody replied, "I can't afford it, and yeah. it is expensive. It's a hundred dollars Canadian." Yeah. They should have. Yeah. Uh, when we were talking about what do I wish they would have done, I wish they would have shipped the thing with the Pro Controller and then the Joy-Cons would have been your, do you want to play wacky games? Go get the Joy-Cons. Because right. to me, that technology so far and all the – there's so much packed into these things. Yeah. There's so much tech in here and none of it's unlocked. I mean, you don't feel like well, you're really one, using Switch it. Switch is supposed to show that, but it, nobody wants to play but it's those bad. lame games. Yeah. I think if they had swapped it and we just all got a regular controller and right. Zelda and then these were optional, or I know this, they would never have done it, but it would have felt like this was in sense. there as well to say, look, this is a full as, console. Yes. And it's that also, would have been very nice of them to do that. Right, yeah. But, I mean, oh. listen, they're, they're a company that, that knows how to make money. And they're going to be making a whole ton of well, it let's right be now. Honest. Like, I, I thought about it today. This must cost about 20 bucks for them to make. They're all expensive. Yeah. You know, like a, the, uh, what is it, in 89.99? The, yeah, the PlayStation yeah. 4 DualShocks are 79.99. I know. I know. 69, I know. 60, they're probably dropped now, but when they first came out, they oh, were yeah, 80 bucks easy. And, and, you know, and the uh, the Xbox One controllers are super oh. expensive. If you want to get that custom one, which is such a great idea, and I hope mm-hmm. the other guys do that too, mm-hmm. where you can go onto Make a website. Make it the way you want it, yeah. I think that's awesome. But that's 110 I think, in Canada, right? That's ridiculous. And then there's the the uh, the Microsoft super expensive, the expert one, which is 150 bucks or something like that, right? I mean... For a fucking controller? Yeah, it's our input device, and uh, this... This is totally satisfactory, I find, when you're in, um, when it's all connected like that as a tablet. Totally comfortable to play. It's not yeah. ideal, but it is impressively comfortable to play. Um, you know, and to play a, a pretty complex game like Zelda, totally cool. Yeah. But it pales in comparison to this. This is I, a way I'm also, more fun game. Yeah. I'm also surprised we didn't get more or really any. Uh, touch games. This is a multi-capacitive touch tablet, and yeah. it actually is pretty good when you're touching on it and 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 I tapping didn't on even it. I had touch uh, yeah. capability until I was like, Zelda showed up. I'm like, oh yeah, and I press the press it, and you know, green highlights. I'm like, I forgot about that. What does it do in Zelda? I haven't done that at all. No, no, I'm just saying that that's how you can start your game. Oh, okay. Brings up in the screen, and you okay. Get, boom, you start from I that. I wonder if yeah, Nintendo like, buried any. Uh... 
any touch stuff in these games. Oh Jesus! I think Lucas is. I think he'd be dropping. Lucas, he's going to be up all night, just like yeah. the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go through the whole game again because I bet there's one area where you can touch something, yeah. and and it will. You'll you just have to walk through the whole. You're going to be fondling horses until three in the morning. <laughs> Aren't we already really terrible? We're already doing that. Ben, we really Ben, are Ben, doing that. Ben, Ben, you can take the saddle off the horse. <laughs> I, I, lo- I love being in the grass and you're low down. Down, and you're going right up behind. He says, "Go directly behind the horse." So you're at this horse's ass, and yeah. you're sneaking in. It's like it's pretty creepy and awesome. Have, have you guys ridden a deer? Oh no, no. Yeah, no. yeah. That's so Princess Mononoke. Uh, grab one. That's so Princess Mononoke. Can you can that you ride the ram? Sorry, guys. What's can that? you ride? Can you ride a ram? I've seen those guys. Those are pretty fucking. Vicious. I haven't. Uh, I haven't gotten close. What enough. about a bear? I don't want to talk anymore about that because okay, it no just more, came no out and no there's talk, like, no like I don't want to spoil yeah. anything for people. We should yeah. do that this again though for that. Yeah. I did. Oh, just to, just one last thing. I yeah. did ride Yoshi in it. So. Oh, oh fantastic. Yeah, okay, let's go find him. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Huge spoiler. Huge spoiler. Any other big last questions, Blake? Uh, I mean, I have a bunch of little ones, but uh, I mean, a big one is have you guys tried the switching the eShop to like a different region? Like Japan or no, no, nope. have not tried switching That's the eShop. Thing, right? Haven't tried swap. It'd be interesting to see what's on there. Yeah, totally. I'm, yeah. I'm curious now. Yeah, there's no region, uh, region locking anymore. Right. Yeah. So strange. That's, that's that's weird for Nintendo. Yeah, that's that, so out of character. That's good. Maybe that's how there'll be a lot of games for this machine. <laughs> yeah, I'll play all the Japanese ones. That sounds good. <laughs> play it again. Yeah. You haven't played this in Japanese. Play yeah. it again. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. I think that's uh, that's good. Thank you, everybody, that's tuned in to watch this, and uh, we'll watch this later. Really appreciate everybody's uh, viewership and support. And uh, I know there's still a tremendous amount of curiosity, some anger. That uh, <laughs> they couldn't find switches out yeah, there. Yeah, oh and, yeah, and, I want to hear about all of that. And later a on. lot of people with their fingers crossed that more good stuff is going to be announced. I, for one, am fully optimistic that Nintendo is is uh, aware of their missteps and is going to take some drastic there's, action. Somebody's getting fired, and they're scrambling. I think. I, well, I also think that they are going to have some things that make us very, very happy at the at the level that Zelda is making us happy. I hope so. I really do. I want. And, I want that. And we I, all want that. Well, I mean, that Mario looks like it could be, uh, uh, you know, up at that level. I'm glad so. that's coming out in a month. Roll right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Touche. <laughs> Touche, my friend. Ben, thank you so much, buddy. You rock. Thank you so much for uh, taking time away from Zelda to join us today, my friend. That was my pleasure. It was nice seeing you at GDC. It's nice having these arguments. And I I, I don't know if you're going to be right with all this optimism, Victor, but I got to say, it's nice hearing uh, uh, another old fella be uh, be not grumpy about this stuff because I'm so grumpy about it. But uh, I'm hoping, I'm, you're making me feel a little bit better. I feel this much better. This much better. <laughs> also, just FYI, 65 buttons. 65, 65 buttons. buttons. You did the math. I did the math. That's amazing. Buttons. That's crazy. Get back to us later with the the, the button report because there <laughs> might be more. There might be some more yeah. inside. There. I got a, I got a spreadsheet. I got a spreadsheet. Going. This just oh, in. Google Doc. Yeah. Google Doc. Yeah. I'll share it with you. <laughs> John, awesome. Thanks for having me. Great absolutely. to have you here, yeah, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you very soon. And I, I have to click this as you yeah. notice. Yeah. It's gonna look weird for a second. Okay, so I gotta stop streaming. Thanks, everybody. See you soon.